Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. Grab your Bibles and turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. We're starting in verse 12. We can say with confidence and a clear conscience that we have lived with a God-given holiness and sincerity in all our dealings. We have depended on God's grace, not on our own human wisdom. That is how we have conducted ourselves before the world, and especially toward you. Our letters have been straightforward, and there is nothing written between the lines and nothing you can't understand. I hope someday you will fully understand us, even if you don't understand us now. Then on the day when the Lord Jesus returns, you will be proud of us in the same way we are proud of you. Since I was so sure of your understanding and trust, I wanted to give you a double blessing by visiting you twice. First on my way to Macedonia, and then when I return from Macedonia, then you could send me on my way to Judea. You may be asking why I changed my plan. Do you think I make my plans carelessly? Do you think I am like people of the world who say yes when they really mean no? And surely as God is faithful, our word to you does not waver between yes and no. For Jesus Christ, the Son of God, does not waver between yes and no. He is the one whom Silas, Timothy, and I preach to you. And God's ultimate yes, he always does what he says. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for his glory. It is God who enables us, along with you, to stand firm for Christ. He has commissioned us, and he has identified us as his own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment that guarantees everything he has promised us. As we look at these verses, we begin to see that Paul is starting to defend himself to the Corinthians uh, compared to the attacks that he has been receiving from false teachers that have infiltrated and have been influencing and impacting and speaking to the church regarding the message that they had heard from Paul, Timothy, and Silas when they were coming through on their second missionary journey. That's Paul's second missionary journey, by the way. There is going to be a recurring theme of Paul's self-defense throughout this letter, so I hope you get used to that as we take a look at the different lies that have been told about Paul as he addresses and defends himself against what has been said when he's not there. The lives and ministry of Paul, Silas, and Timothy have been incredibly transparent. They have held nothing back and have been honest and sincere in all of their dealings. This is what Paul is saying in these verses. They haven't been cryptic or secretive in all of their letters to the Corinthians. They have been straightforward in what they have said to them when they are in person. And they recognize that even when they have taught and said things, that there is some need for spiritual maturity with some of the content. That there's no secret message, nothing to decipher in the message that we have said. Instead, when you grow and as you grow as a Christian in your relationship with Jesus, the more mature that you are, the more you will come to understand and see that there's no code to unravel here, nothing to decipher. There's nothing but the straightforward, honest-to-God truth. Paul is defending his trustworthiness here by pointing them to the gospel. He said, do you think that I'm just willy-nilly just changing my plans, like shooting from the hip, like I don't have anything planned out? Do you think that I'm just spouting whatever I want to? No, of course not. I'm giving you the straightforward truth. And almost without doubt, his false teachers would have been trying to jeopardize the truthfulness of Paul 
in, in proclaiming him to be a liar. Paul said that he was going to visit and he didn't. So you know that, you know, he lied about this. What else did he lie about? How about his message? What did he talk about? And Paul is defending not just himself, but the gospel message he proclaimed. He said he would visit, but he changes, uh, you know, this is what the false teachers are saying. He said he would visit, but he changes his mind whenever he wants. His word and promises mean nothing. And as Paul defends his honor and integrity, he shows us that he can, in fact, be trusted. Sometimes when you make plans, unforeseen things happen. Plans change all the time. He planned to cross the sea, and this is when a map of the Bible uh, would be helpful as we take a look at where these cities are located. Corinth is across the sea from Ephesus, which is where Paul was when he was promising to come and visit. And Paul did come to visit. Uh, the plan was to visit Corinth on his way north to, into Macedonia. The visit, as we see uh, later on in chapter 2, verse 1, was a rather painful one, which is what caused him to write an additional letter between 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians. The message they proclaimed here as Paul is defending himself points us back to the gospel, that this message is as stable as their promise to them. As a matter of fact, the gospel validates the, the messengers that are being sent. Do you think I change my mind? If you think that I change my mind, what do you think God does? God absolutely does not change his mind. His plan is firm and solid, and you can trust it. And, and as you take a look at the promise of God's word in the gospel, you can trust the gospel and you can trust us as the messengers of that gospel. And then in a very beautiful statement here, he promises us and shows us that God guarantees the promise that is contained in the gospel by giving us the Holy Spirit as a down payment. Think of this as being validated. If you've ever had to have parking validated when you go into a place, this is like a guarantee of what is going to come for those who are in Christ, that God has affirmed you and confirmed you as one of his own and has given you the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit is the down payment. And we're going to see that echoed later on when we get into the book of Ephesus, or the book of Ephesians, rather. For us for today, the takeaway question is, how have you seen and experienced the trustworthiness of God in your own life? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistol. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.